All right, and then do you want to do the intro on this one? Um, <clears throat> welcome to Disney Minus. I'm one of your hosts, Nero Substitute V, and I. <laughs> I'm still here because the sexiest voice alive is still doing stuff. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I'm Steven. I forgot to make a bit this time. Something about diseases. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, this is, yeah, Disney Minus, where normally we watch Disney movies, but this time we're watching a documentary about Anthony Fauci because fuck it. It's, it's counted as a movie. It did. Technically, it did. It's mm-hmm. on Disney+. Plus. It's not on the official list, but as has always been the rule, if we feel like doing something else that's on Disney Plus, why the hell not? It's on Disney Plus, and we have to cover all the Disney Plus movies, so. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> um, okay, Kat's not here. We're recording this at night, and I'm pretty sure she's still asleep. And I am immediately being shushed by my wife, so I will try to talk a little softer. Uh, Uh, There's an off chance that Cat cat might join us at a random time. God, that would be hilarious. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. That'd be really funny, though, if if she ends up, like, waking up and being like, wait... (laughs) Because we came up with a punishment, and at this point, if she does wake up and join, I vote we still stick to the keep punishment. It. Yep. She didn't join within the five minutes. Yeah. Also, uh, loyal listeners, we're putting this off a little bit because, honestly, it was a good documentary, don't get me wrong, but, like, I'm not really sure what to talk about now. Because <laughs> normally, you know, we go through the narrative, but this didn't really have a narrative. It was just, hey, here's this guy. Yeah, well, there is a narrative. It kind of jumps between. Well, the first cover is mostly the AIDS, ep- like Fauci's role in the AIDS epidemic. True. Then it kind of like shortly jumps to the Ebola outbreak, and then jumps to COVID, and then it kind of like hops back and forth, showing the between the AIDS epidemic and COVID to show like the how they, in a way, were similar, but still very different in tone. Yeah. yeah, the starkest difference to me, or, I mean, not just to me, but, like, the starkest difference mm-hmm. seemed to be, like, the the difference in the people who were protesting and why. Because, like, yeah, he got a lot of the same, like, res- like, just, if you look at the things people said, he got a lot of the same, like, insults and stuff both times there were people during the aids epidemic saying fauci is a murderer fire fauci lock him up all of that Mm -hmm. stuff but it was because these were like actual people who were seeing the people that they knew catch a very serious disease that no one knew anything about and from their perspective it looked like fauci wasn't doing very much to combat it which and don't get me wrong it's not like he was dragging his feet like we see in the Mm -hmm. documentary he explains like they were doing their best to try to figure stuff out But, like, there's a difference when you're the medical team working on it versus, like, actual people out in the streets. It can make just the... It can make it seem like it's a lot worse than it... Or either a lot worse than it is or a lot less serious than it is, just depending on where you are with it. And, like, the documentary didn't get into it, but 
I don't believe Reagan kind of like did his best to under underfund the research into the that ADAP would not, as well. I feel like so I've, that might I feel like I've heard that probably played a big factor as well. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that. I don't know how true it is, mostly just because I yeah. don't remember what the explanation was. But it absolutely would not surprise mm. me, especially because I want to say like. I want to say I heard something about Nancy Reagan being, like, vocally anti-AIDS or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for this episode, we're probably going to jump around a bit more than usual. Like, right now. Like, at the beginning of it, there's, like, it... Like, it opens up, like, the actual documentary opens up with a kind of, like, Intro montage of Fauci yeah. going through his normal day with audio from like yeah. like an older documentary from I guess is doing the AIDS epidemic or I afterwards guess so. looked about looked about like it also who Eminem fucking man Tucker Carlson is here as well oh my god at least in That's voice. Right. Uh, yeah, some of the yeah. some of the clips they used from the news. Holy shit! Yeah, just just because like we've already lived through it, and then like sitting there watching, like, hey, here's some stuff people on the news said. It's like, yeah, shit, they sure mm-hmm. as fuck did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. You would think if Fauci was actually the most powerful man on Earth, if we'd be living in a medical utopia. <laughs> you'd, you know, you'd, you'd fucking think. Like, they people act like, oh, he's this, like, evil guy pulling all of the strings. And it's like, bitch, he has spent his entire life, like, and I'm not sitting here, like, trying to fawn on him and whatnot. He's, he's a mm-hmm. guy. He's got his faults, all of that jazz. Yeah. No, you're not. But, like... He spent his entire career, like, studying diseases and, like, you know, figuring out what are the best ways that we can prevent these things. So it's like, if he were the guy behind the scenes, like, controlling everything, don't you think we would have, like, a lot more overt, like, medical advancement? Or at least, like, competence? Like, you wouldn't be allowed to actually protest against mass wearing. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, like, one of the big things about this documentary is the fact that, yes, Fauci has done a lot of good stuff, but he is still human at the end of the day. Yeah. Which I I like that. Like, granted, I don't I don't watch a lot of documentaries, so I can't say like how objective they normally are. But I like that mm-hmm. it did take that approach. And, like, not just immediately buy into, oh, he's so great. Because he is. He's just a dude. Sexiest man alive. But, like, like, getting back to the, if he were so powerful, like, don't you think the, there was a a period in there, like, after it talked about the bulk of the AIDS epidemic in America, where it Mm -hmm. talked about, like, how he did end up also being instrumental in getting AIDS uh, medication distributed distributed into Africa. Mm-hmm. Since he was the guy that they sent to organize that, don't you think it would have been like a complete no question on whether or not there would be the funding? Because it honestly shocked mm-hmm. me how like how easily Bush went along with 
uh, signing over the budget for that. Yeah. You know, it's weird looking back and going like, yeah, for a problem, Poggy was still... And, again, this is for political episode. We're allowed to get political now. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it's weird looking back at a Republican Party back then and going, Oh, like, my God, right? Oh, yeah, they're very normal compared to nowadays. They're, like, and And Joe that's Biden. the thing. It's, like, like, in the early 2000s, I vaguely remember, even then, it seeming like they were batshit, like, yeah. How weird it was that an entire political party like completely disowned the Dixie Chicks because oh they dared to not bow down to Bush or some shit. I don't even remember what it was that they said. It was just vaguely Bush not good, if I yeah. remember right. Like it was but still, like they're still crazy, that, but it's like like kind of eat like at the time they if you in hindsight there's like evening time dog well yeah now it's like new moon yeah yeah midnight. exactly but like comparing that shit to like the clips that it showed of trump and whatnot like mm-hmm. huh, what was it i wrote down one of the things that he said not word for word but like mm-hmm. just fucking showing the shit that he had to deal with like in early like in an in, in one of their like big like actual like meetings, not at a press right. conference, but like mm-hmm. when it was Trump and a bunch of these other like panelists sitting down and talking out like, okay, what's going to be our plan? He like straight up asked, "Would a flu vaccine do anything against coronavirus?" Yeah. And you could just see the look on Fauci's face. Like, I have to work mm-hmm. with this guy because and Fauci had to explain to him that it yes, they are working on a vaccine, but that. The, it will probably take a couple of years at best. Yeah, because, like, and, you know, to to this other guy's credit, there was a guy in, in the room who seemed pretty optimistic about, oh, yeah, we're moving ahead with trials and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. To which Trump was just immediately like, oh, good, so it's good to roll out tomorrow. And Fauci had to be like, no. <laughs> that means it'll still probably mm-hmm. be a couple of years. <sighs> yeah, pe- I think people forget about how, like, it was basically a miracle of how fast we got a vaccine for COVID. And that's only yeah. because we was already studying a very similar disease. Yeah, exactly. It was a combination of they were already working on the tech that went into the like tech and the know-how that went into it. And mm-hmm. given the situation, they did also like cut away a lot of the red tape that goes into mm-hmm. slowing down human trials and stuff. So yeah. it's like when it, when you turn around and see people protesting because I saw like a lot of people like mad online and stuff about like oh they put it out too quickly it can't possibly be safe like no you should be mad that other stuff is taking as long as it does because don't mm-hmm. get me wrong obviously like from basically everything you've got to start at ground zero and work your way up and every all of that does take time but like there is an, an amount to it or there is a, a chunk to which like that research time is just delayed by red tape and being like no you have to wait this long or we're not mm-hmm. going to fund you until x day mm-hmm. and also the people who say usually the people who say that it was too soon for a vaccine are also the people who's taking that one medicine that's common oh, with horses oh my just because it was in yeah, like the, the ivermectin testing shit. phase yeah yeah that's the other thing is these same idiots will well, mm-hmm. like, use shit that has basically no testing beyond, like, like Fauci would point out, like, a few 
like cases of anecdotal evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like one of the examples that Fauci gave, like this was an, I don't think this was in the documentary, but it was like in an interview that I'm basically just summing it up to a, yeah, when you're trying to find a vaccine or a cure extremely quickly, you basically have to throw everything and the kitchen sink and the bathtub and the closet <laughs> so Fuck. just to see what sticks. Yeah, like, and because that's the thing that slows it down a lot is if you don't have that rush, that, or like, they can take their time and be like, okay, well, let's try, you know, this part and not have to just throw every single thing at the wall. But, like, we didn't have that kind of time. They mm-hmm. exactly, yeah, they had to throw everything that they could. I'm probably being stretched again. Oh, no. Julie's just bragging about getting uh, getting the, the Wordle today. I keep forgetting to, to go back and do the Wordle. Anyway. <laughs> uh, like, but yeah, but honestly, like, the, the biggest like, thing that just that hit me was, like, the difference in the protesters. Because, like I said, the, there were people mm-hmm. who, like, got understandably really mad at Fauci during the AIDS crisis and Mm -hmm. I mean honestly you can argue as to whether or not we're even fully out of the AIDS crisis considering everything but yeah but the thing the ultimate the thing that ultimately characterized that group of protesters was that you could still tell that it was coming from a place that they cared and so he wild to me that anyone did this it's like even if i were in that position i don't know if i would have necessarily considered it but like he went out and just sat and chilled and talked with them not literally at the protest but like got into meetings with them and like i didn't realize that this is what got it so that advocates for a disease are part of the actual process of like rolling out vaccines and stuff like that i didn't like, I didn't realize that that wasn't a thing. Like, all of the other doctors at the uh, National Institutes of Health were basically telling Fauci, like, why are you bringing activists in? They're not doctors. What are you talking about? But, like, it it did a lot to actually open up the dialogue and stuff like that. But then you fucking, yeah, yeah fast forward to the, the people that were protesting COVID and, like, none of them would have ever sat down with him. That was, it was mm-hmm. a completely different attitude. It was just just assholes who just wanted to like spread fear and their random disease conspiracy bullshit like with the AIDS protesters the moment that still sticks out with me because it's honestly kind of hilarious is the one guy who got himself up onto a balcony so that he could like Mm -hmm. hang a banner Um, I I forgot all of these people's names I feel bad for that but like dude got up onto a balcony so he could hang a banner and then obviously the cops were called so he got Mm -hmm. arrested they were walking him through the building they passed yeah, Fauci's they office, and he was just like, "Hey, the talk- crowd!" So they go through the building, and <laughs> yeah, Doctor Fauci is there. Like, it's like, "Oh, hey!" <laughs> yeah, like they happened to walk by his office, and dude like stuck his head in, like as the cops were dragging him through the hallways. Like, Tony, mm-hmm. guess what? I got arrested. <laughs> and like that would have <laughs> never happened with it with a COVID denier. Like, at, can yeah. you fucking imagine? Like, I think the fundamental thing is that. With the AIDS crisis, it was people wanting more done. While with exactly. the COVID one, it was people who were told wanted that nothing done, wanted less because they was told they needed less. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. It's 
people who wanted more to be done to actually see a cure mm. versus yeah, they... people who were scared of medicine and just didn't want anything yeah. to, ha- to change. Yeah. People who... Oh my god. People who wanted more but was being told that either basically by everyone outside of the medical field being like, no, you're getting more than you need. Yeah. And then fast forward to now is people going like, basically everyone going like, agreeing with the outside of the medical field going like, yeah, we don't need all this. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's like exactly it. Like, I honestly was, when it started talking about the AIDS stuff, I was so prepared just for the amount of time that it's been and for how often whenever especially with politicians mm-hmm. talking about them in relation to anything anything in the past but like especially lgbtq lgbtq stuff i was mm-hmm. so prepared for it to be a, uh, to be him being like man i screwed up i am i now see the error of my ways all of that jazz but like no it turned out he was kind of a bro from day one yeah like like, the most questionable thing that he's done, at least from what we know from the documentary, is nah. how he got together with his wife. Yeah, there's but, a little bit of power imbalance there, but it, it worked out for him, at least. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah, because that, that was also, that was sort of funny, because, like, it's the, hmm. it's the weirdest meet-cute I think I've ever seen. <laughs> because, uh, basically what it was, since I assumed that we're the only two who watched the documentary... Yeah. Um, he had a patient who was it was it Spanish? No, not Spanish. Um, I forget what. I think it, it might was have been Brazil. Spanish. That was it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Portuguese. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I Portuguese the language that they needed. Um, but he had a patient who spoke Portuguese. He didn't speak any Portuguese, so they brought in a nurse who like spoke enough Portuguese to act as a um, translator. <laughs> And, fucking, and he came Dachi out of told that. him that he would need to stay off his leg for another couple of months. And yeah, they like kind of went into it. He had some kind of fucked upness going on with his legs. I don't super mm-hmm. know what, but it involved ulcers, so that sounded bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like <laughs> it was the, the 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 standard thing that you see in show like TV shows and stuff where mm-hmm. he tells uh, the the patient like, look, if you because the guy was trying to ask Patchy if he could go home. And so Fauci mm-hmm. was like, look, if you do, you're basically going to have to 100% be doing the same stuff that we do here. You're going to have to make sure that you're changing your dressings uh, periodically, or like every few hours. Do not get yourself wet. Don't be getting up and doing anything strenuous, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and the guy was just like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. But she was like, I don't want to tell him that. What do I say? <laughs> so she like fucking lied for the, the patient and was like, mm-hmm. yeah, he said he's absolutely going to do that. And Fauci was like, cool, then, then you can go. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then like a couple days later, um, like mm-hmm. didn't she say like someone came to her in the hallway and was like, "Hey, Doctor Fauci wants to see you in his office." Yeah, and she was worried that she was about to get fired. Yeah, or which, get, and so or written up. Yeah, and I so don't, don't know get me wrong, Fauci like, could fire her directly or just form a formal complaint, something like that. But, she was but, like, "Crap!" He, he figured out that I was lying. I'm in. I'm in trouble. And mm-hmm. so, don't get me wrong, like, yeah, ultimately, that is pretty cringe, and probably should not have done that from, like, a workplace standpoint, but, I mean, the the two of them worked out, because actually what yeah. he called her to his office for was to say, hey, do you want to go out sometime? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they've been together so far, so it must yeah, have so, worked like, out some way. Yeah, so like at least for the two of them, it worked out to be fine. Like there, that could have mm-hmm. easily gone wrong so many other ways, but at least they're the two people that it didn't. Yeah, um, they're the exception, not the norm. Exactly. Don't for anyone who happens to be high up in any position listening to us i doubt that we have any listeners like that but for the or don't Elon actually Musk, do that don't do this yeah it worked out for him and for her but you're not them excuse me. but oh, yeah excuse i guess to switch back to a depressing one like but the story about the one patient that was going blind. Oh my like, god, that sucked. Oh my god. And it's like... And the guy... Like, when Fauci finished it, like... Basically, this one guy... One patient that he had was, like... Always very cheerful every time... Like, would greet Fauci every time they walked in. But his eyesight yeah, was slowly going away. And eventually it got to a point where when Fauci stepped in, the patient just said, Who's there? Not knowing yeah. it was actually Fauci. And Fauci and that mentions was like that it, it stuck, that story sticks with him. And the reporter is like, so why would they? And it's like, and Fauci just think, straight up says, post-traumatic stress <sighs> disorder. God, the, like, the, like, it, it took like, him, like, a solid, like, 30 seconds of, like, because, like, it's, it's one of those yeah. things, like, it, everyone's got like I mean not everyone but it's it's one of those things where even now you can tell that that hits him whenever he thinks mm-hmm. about it and so like him sitting there reciting the story it was like a solid 30 seconds of him like trying to get himself together and like mm-hmm. not break down there on camera and whatnot yeah <laughs> and then just he, his ass managed to deadpan and just say post-traumatic stress which is exactly right that's basically yeah. what like having these kind of memories where just thinking about an event puts you back into it like we in like we in society like always just like say ptsd is just soldiers having Mm -hmm. flashbacks but like it's Mm -hmm. like that's technically a degree of ptsd like whenever you have a memory like that that still so much time later still hits you emotionally the same way that it did back then that is Mm -hmm. technically what that is and i know the reporter was just doing their job but at the same time it's like what what kind of fucking answer did you expect? Yeah, like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, because the reporter was like, and why does it still affect you like that? And it's like, fucking, why do you think? Why does anything sad still affect you years later? Come on, man. Oh. Yeah. And then, like, so many of the other people, like, again, what I really liked um, that it showed as far as, like, the the parallel, because I guarantee there's nobody that was in the COVID protesters that years from now would be on like a Fauci follow-up or something like that. But like Mm -hmm. a bunch of the people that were also speaking, like just as other people that were being interviewed were people that like he met as them protesting him during the AIDS Mm -hmm. epidemic. And I just, yeah. One of them was the guy who got on the balcony and was arrested. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of the, we heard that story from the guy himself, but like Mm -hmm. they've remained friends with him throughout this whole or throughout everything since then that like they're still good enough friends that when they're doing a documentary about Fauci they're they're brought in to like 
as like your character witnesses basically and i just mm-hmm. i think that was cool and then um and is it also just lent i think a lot to like the different stories because don't get me wrong obviously like it's one thing like as like nowadays to know that the aids epidemic was bad but like i like mm-hmm. that they were able to get people who were there to like share their side of it instead of like just dryly having a, uh, another reporter be like here's what happened yeah and god and then one like of them different like like television spots that Fauci was on during that time which was interesting yeah. as well because like in hindsight it does make sense that you would want like as a medical professional who in charge of things you'd want to be the one to be like going to places and be like hey that Yes, this is a serious thing. We need to treat it seriously, but we also don't need to be panicking. Yeah. And, like, oh, my God, the fact that his first, speaking of panic, the fact that his first, like, write-up about AIDS, because he was, like, that's the other thing is, and it makes sense, but it's, like, mm-hmm. one of those things, like, whenever you find out that, like, woolly mammoths and the, pyra- and the pyramids existed at the same time, like, it's just so weird to me to think, like, how long he's been around, because, like, I mean, yeah. he blew up again here recently. So, like, you know, unless you were uh, around that long too, it's hard to like just like picture that. But yeah, like, actually, it's like eighty something. So. Yeah, and s- still fucking going. I mean, but he like, lo- he looks very good for eighty yeah. something year old. I mean, compared to like the last president that he worked with and how he looks mm-hmm. for his age. Oh yeah. my god. But, like, I say all that to say, like, he was one of the first people, that, like, he was already, I forget if he was in charge of the National Institute of Health or if he was just high up. But I think, I want to say he was already in that director position. Mm-hmm. But the point is, like, when AIDS, like, first, first, like, got into any kind of research, like, he was there on the front line having to be, he was one of the doctors that was like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah. And. Like, he does mention that, like, when he, the first like, six cage cases, like, five or six yeah, cases like popped he, up. He thought it was just yeah. a fluke and ignored it. But then it started popping then, up again. I think at the it was second like, or third wait time a sec. was when he went to, like, okay, this is clearly something serious. We need to take care yeah. of this now. Yeah, so, like, but even then, like, that's a... It was, he was looking at some kind of, like, report that goes out. I want to say it was, like, weekly or something. So it was, like, mm-hmm. putting it off for, like, a week. Like, huh, that's weird comes back oh shit <laughs> yeah but like just to go from like he was one of the doctors first finding out that AIDS is even a thing just for all of the work that he managed to put into it and then one of the people that he ended up becoming friends with who was like I said one of the protesters was one of the guys that they put into the first clinical trial um, years back when we finally got I don't actually remember what ended up happening with this I think it's basically just what they're using now but like yeah. when we actually found something that didn't if i remember right it doesn't cure 100 percent because like nothing can yeah it's yeah exactly it like suppresses it uh to being like below detectable levels if mm. i remember right that was the big thing because it's a virus viruses you can't really cure just because of the way that they work um i think that is especially, a cure now but because I, it was like a pharmaceutical company they he had it trademarked and it's selling for like oh, a God. ungodly amount for one God, dose that's such, 
That is such bullshit, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, basically, that was the other thing we, we have never... a cure, but there's a cure for A, or at least HIV, but no one can afford it. God, that's... I fucking hate that. Yeah, that was the, the other thing that really stuck me when they started talking about Africa and how, like, literally all of these people that were suffering with it in Africa, it was because there just wasn't money to get the medicine to them. And I'm like, gosh, mm-hmm. if only we had an, eco- an economic system where you didn't have to rely on magical pieces of paper to say that, yes, you can do something. Yeah. Only if some other country or multiple other countries had figured out how to who have funding for the medical system without it being God. privatized. God. Anyway, if no, what only. I was trying to say, what I was trying to say was just that it was really cool that like mm-hmm. one of the one of the guys that they were interviewing, and again, one of the guys that Fauci had been friends with as uh, one of the original protesters was I don't think he was like the first guy, but he was one of the first guys that was in the clinical trials for that like magic bullet that ended up being that um, like below detectability suppressant. And just again, it was another moment where like just watching the guy's face as he remembers like what it like what, how much of a difference that made to him. Yeah, there there but are a lot of those he reactions. He said that like every birthday that he has he does not skip a birthday without thanking Fauci yeah yeah because he was what like I think he said like 30 something like Mm -hmm. because that's the other thing is like for like even just the fact that he was that some of these guys are still around because some of these people have been AIDS positive or at least HIV positive since the epidemic back in the 90s and like and this is back when when we first found out you had maybe 18 months so just the fact that like he managed to stick around long enough for this to even be found is just fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And yet, gay dudes, I think, still can't donate blood, which is fucking bullshit, but whatever. Yeah, and one of the things I found neat was with the uh, part with Africa was that they mentioned about how once they had the money, they just was like, okay, get these on people... Give this to some people on motorcycles so they can go to some off, like, yeah, exactly. off trail village. Just, yeah, it just like exactly. It, it wasn't even. It's like, it's like, gosh, I wish we did that here. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, like they they found like a guy who had a truck, and it was like, great, I'll take it out to these people way over here. You go get those guys. Like it wasn't even mm-hmm. a lack of manpower or desire. It was literally the only obstacle was funding and as soon yeah. as they got that they had people that were willing to drive wherever the hell they needed to help out their neighbors who were like living so far away from like the city that they were just miserable at home barely getting by and so now they actually had the medication to give them like a better quality of life for obviously to however much longer anybody has mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah and I guess now let's I guess we can move on to the Ebola stuff, which was yeah, very which short. The Ebola, Most yeah, the Ebola was, stuff is because very short in real life too. Honestly, <laughs> I like I kind of remember that happening, but mm-hmm. like because I've worked at a, I, if I remember the year right, I worked at a Kroger at the time, and so we had a lot of stuff that was getting recalled because. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. But that's, 
basically the main like, thing was of it was highlighting like, hey, once you find a way to like make it where someone is cured or is so the disease is suppressed enough to where well, with Ebola it was highly contagious, so Yeah. Who <laughs> it was mostly just a cure. That they had found, and one of the things that Fauci had did was when he was announcing that, hey, this is the first person that we tried the cure on, and it worked. Yeah! This is me hugging her, saying that Look, I am not afraid to fine. catch Ebola from her. Yeah, exactly. And because, holy shit, that, what, what that lady must, because for, for a while, it was, it, it, I mean, it was, I think, hitting other areas, I forget where it started. But um, the first patient in the U.S. was a nurse who had been treating other patients elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And so it immediately ended up having to go into quarantine. And, like, exactly like you were saying, I love that for the press conference, like, they brought her out. And, like, Fauci gave her a hug there on screen to be like, look, it's fine to touch her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this wasn't like, and Fauci has done this with, like, even during the epidemic. Yeah. To show that, like, hey, AIDS is a sexual transmitted disease. You can just touch a person and you're not going to get it. Yeah, no, that was the other thing I was trying to get to earlier. was, like, it it showed, like, the standard people being like, oh, it's because of the gays and it's because they're evil. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that he, like, even then got up on TV and was like, no, it's not because they're gay. It's not because they're evil. It's because they, like, did a specific thing to interact in a specific way with someone who was a carrier and probably didn't realize. Yeah. Just don't do that thing and you're fine. Ow. <sighs> and then the COVID shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, it bounces around uh, between yeah. like, the two of them all throughout the movie, so it's not like it did mm. AIDS for the first half hour and then COVID. So, like, there's that. But... Oh my god, the COVID stuff is fucking so much. Yeah, a lot of Tucker Carlson and Fox News. Oh my god, I hated it. Uh. Mm. And you have the famous Trump line of like, if you're going to test, if we test that much, of course we're going to find a a lot more. So I told my people, stop, (coughs) slow down with the tests. That makes that Zero makes sense. no kind of sense, Donald. <coughs> That's not how anything works. That's fucking stupid. And then, but if I don't then, know about it, then it must not be real. Like that's literally what it is. It's just plugging your ears and going la 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 la. Mm-hmm. And then, like the immediate next shot was Fauci going, "No, we're gonna test more now." Ugh. Honestly, yes. his, they didn't have all of his daughters. I think they only had his, his oldest. But honestly, she seems nice. <laughs> That's all I have for, uh, about his daughter. She seems nice. Mm-hmm. Ow. Yeah, same thing with Fauci's kids. Yeah? Hey, you were talking about his wife? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, they do interview his kids and talk about yeah. 
their home life with Fauci. And basically, even the, even Fauci says, mm, we do this, but it's probably definitely not healthy. And that is like, <laughs> yeah. like since Fauci works so lo- long during the day, they all agree to uh, they would have dinner together, no matter how yeah. late it was. <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah, that was it. Yeah, no matter what, they were all they would all at least have mm-hmm. dinner together, so that they would at least have that kind of time, <laughs> that amount of mm-hmm. time. <laughs> and yeah, his, um, I think it was his oldest daughter. Or, yeah, his oldest daughter mentioned like there would be like a night where like he came home and was so excited to see his wife that like they would just start dancing together in the kitchen for a while, and the kids would be like, "Dad, please, we're hungry." <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that was very sweet to me. I know, right? Hmm. <sighs> and it does. The documentary does cover like all the weird, like hero worship. Yeah. Oh my god, he- I did not consider some of this shit. Holy crap! Like mm-hmm. obviously, like obviously, I've seen some of it. I. I exist in the world, but like, holy shit! <laughs> in like the candles mm-hmm. making him out to be like an like an actual saint. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the saint candles, the sexiest man alive. Yeah. What? Yeah. Forget which magazine it was, but one magazine. Like, they mentioned it in the documentary that he was announced as the sexiest man alive, or at least okay. of that year. Okay, I remember them. I remember, like, the interviewer saying, like, people wanted to name him that. I didn't catch if that actually got, if that actually happened mm. or not. That's wild. Yeah, he had, like, Stephen Colbert and, like, all of the. Daily show people. Yeah. Talking about it. That's ugh, that's gotta be fucking surreal, dude. Like mm-hmm. like everything else that he's been through and then like all of this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I forget which one, but one of his daughters does mention like how it was very weird seeing all that. Yeah, dude, I bet. Yeah, it makes sense. Like walking through the through the store and you see like some of this stuff and it's like that's the same guy that told me really lame jokes when I was like six. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more accurate thing is that that's the guy who still tells me dumb jokes even today when I see him. <laughs> yeah. But God. yeah. And I think the whole hero worshipping stuff happened purely because of the, all of the negative stuff that was going it did, on. Yeah. With the protests. It was, so it was yeah, like it was, a, go ahead. Oh no, yeah, it exactly. Yeah, it was like the internet like reacting against the protests and like memeing and then going like equally as far in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. Which like is a really odd and unique thing I would say about like internet culture because that didn't happen during the AIDS epidemic. Obviously I'm sure people did like him and there were like people saying, ah, the protesters suck. But like, and again, that also probably comes down to the difference between like who was protesting each time. 
and mm-hmm. how and why. But like, I do also think part of that is also just like the internet is just a weird fucking place, dude. I don't know that that would have happened without like people without being able to get online and just meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if there's anything else. Anything else? Like mm-hmm. it was, it was good. I still like if you if you've got the patience for documentaries, which I barely do. Like I would still say go or go ahead and watch it. But like I don't know if there's like, really much left to talk about. Ow, my hand. So here's the bracelet. thing. Like whenever I'm watching a movie for this. Granted, yeah. I've only been on here, but I've also been watching the movies with y'all. I yeah. usually have, like, a video game on my Switch going, so... But for this, I actually sat down and watched it. It's so... Ridley, this held my attention for a good bit. There you go. Whereas I ultimately, not to, like, say this insultingly, but ended up kind of being the opposite... Like mm-hmm. I could still pay attention to what they were saying and stuff, but like I had I had Pokemon going on on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> but that's because I am easily entertained by bright colors. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, I'm also the guy who will listen to like the Great Courses Plus on Audible. So. <laughs> there you go. So that might explain some stuff for me. Nah. <laughs> And we've been going for about 42 42 mm, minutes, me... not 42 hours. One of the... God. Yeah, new record. <laughs> we right. had a lot of stuff to say about Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can go ahead and move on the... to questions. Yeah, the, like, what, 10 that we got? <laughs> God, God bless Aurora. She tried, man. Yeah. A shame that she didn't like think for documentary as much. That's true. But I mean, you know, that's documentaries. They're not it's just the presentation's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I can barely like tolerate not tolerate, but like I can barely sit so long enough for them. Um mm-hmm. I since we have time, I like my visual pun of the doctors are in, but with a oh, yeah, yeah. capital D minus Oh, I saw that one. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah. I pat myself on the back. <laughs> Me, Nero. Substitute <laughs> beer. Good job, me. Alright, so all of the all of the questions we got are from Aurora, and they're varying levels of unhinged. Uh, mm-hmm. She starts off, I'm cursing the name Vero Lore for making me have to watch Fauci while I make pasta. Why? Well, to be fair, it was a multiple choice thing. In that is true. <laughs> Stephen and Kat chose Fauci. <laughs> Granted, I explained this to the people on... Shout out to who Digimon Ghost Gaze. I was talking to them earlier today, and they I explained for multiple choice thing, and they straight up said, "It's like that's some anime villain shit." <laughs> you know, it kind of is. 
Oh, man. Okay, uh, what was the next one? Is Dr. F on that hustle grind set? I I don't know I if mean, I know what that find... means. Well, not kind anymore. Of? He's retired. Oh, is doing he? Okay. The docume- doing the documentary? Yeah, he was on that hustle grind set to find cures and vaccines. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, doing the law's work. Here we go. Uh, yeah, here, here's her prefacing all of this. I refuse to engage with the movie, so prepare for some dumb bullshit questions. <laughs> Followed immediately by, could Dr. F beat Osmosis Jones in a fight if he became blood cell sized or Jones became human sized? I will say no, because he's because Osmosis Jones is way too bendy. I will say yes, because Osmosis Jones comes from an unhealthy body, and <laughs> Fauci is very healthy for his age. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's fair that's funny okay she says man this is dour can the randomness pick something funny like uh mickey donald goofy three musketeers would love to guess on that hey guess what well, nope <laughs> well not that particular one but we're probably gonna get something we'll get it's something like fifth- yeah it'll be a thing whatever we get it will be a thing we have chosen a uh, punishment specifically for the fact that cat's not here she is probably mm. going to be mad, but you know what? That's what makes it funnier. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what, let me see. Is Fauci like an inverse Elon Musk? Um, I guess. Yeah, conservatives hate him. Rebels love him. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Fauci has not blown up any rockets. That's definitely mm-hmm. a good start. Uh, what's a cool Pokemon you've been thinking about recently? Ah, man, Paldean Taurus is pretty neat. Oh, we skipped for Whoops. in that he's doing good stuff and... Oh, wait, that's part of uh, Elon Musk. Never mind. My bad. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, okay. Uh, How's What's the a cool Pokemon you've, you've, you've even thinking about re- recently? <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice the even. My brain just spelled that in with Ben. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is there dried Play-Doh here? Anyway, Paldean Taurus is pretty good. I got the fire one on my team. And it's like, kind of my go-to. Um, I've listened to the latest, this, um, <laughs> Chance of the Making episode on Patreon. So I'm going <laughs> to say Zigzagoon. There you go. Zigzagoon is a good one. Uh, mm-hmm. what I really like is Zigzagoon and um, Scarlet and Violet. Zigzagoon and Survivor, a lot of times they're like version exclusives to each other, which is mm-hmm. kind of. I mean, it, it makes sense because they're like paired in the lore and all of that jazz. Mm-hmm. But what they did here that I really like is you find them in the same spot, it's just day versus night. So, like yeah. at night, there will be Survivors out, and during the day, it'll be Zangoose. I don't know. That's a cool touch, mm-hmm. and I like it. Anyway, uh, how's the pets doing? Mine are both asleep. She says, Judy's been fine. She gets to sleep near a warm heater. Tink remembered the floor vents exists and she's happy. That's good. She deserves it. Yeah. Izzy is curled up on next to my pillows. No. Yeah, Otto and Artie are both asleep on the bed behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all know One Piece? I do. I just finished the Alabasta arc. <laughs> and it's real fun. Oh, oh, honey, sweetie, uh. baby, you've got so much. Oh, I wait, still need to finish Ocean's... Not the Seaside 7? Seaside I 6. I don't know. I... 
The one where Frankie comes in. Uh, Water 7. Yeah, Water 7. I watched up to... I watched the anime up to, like, Fishman Island, and then ended up falling out because I didn't want to wait for any more dubs, and I was like, you know, this seems like a good jumping-off point. Yeah. (laughs) I watched up to the four kids one back in the day, and then, um... Got back into it when Toonami started airing it, and then I oh, didn't have TV, so... <laughs> there you go. And that was about when they basically was getting at the end of Water 7 and going on the train thing. Okay. Man, I feel so bad for Brooke. He joined the Straw Hats, and then they immediately got split up for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> also, Brooke's just good. Uh... Would Luffy and Sora be quick friends? Absolutely. Yes, you know. Do Donald a... do Hands what? down. Yes. You know. Um, Hands down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, who do Donald and Goofy get paired with? I feel like Goofy and Usopp would work. Yeah. I don't think anybody wants to hang Donald out with Donald. And... So he... hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say yeah, Donald exactly. and Zoro. Hmm. And they would always be angry at each other and about to keep kill each other. Basically the basically Donald takes the place of Sanji. Yeah, there you the go. They spend the entire time fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Oh, at the end we just see like Donald with like three staffs or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Dude, so Sora and Luffy would be a, a hell of a time to hang out with. I remember mm-hmm. when I was when I was watching it, Luffy ended up actually kind of being my least favorite of the Straw Hats. Not because I didn't, not because I disliked him, but they were all great. Boy was just exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. Uh, it's shown protect in his syndrome. Yeah, they're the uh, one that you're see. exposed to most of the time, so you kind of like end up wanting to see all the other people. There we go. And that that's where she left us. Uh, she ended yeah, up kind of falling the, apart. Yeah, basically <laughs> the last bit saw I'm very tired and I'm tired of hearing the name Fauci. God, there's, God, still, there's still 20 minutes 20 left. 20 minutes left. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to watch YouTube Pokemon videos now. Smell you, smell you later, losers. God, that fucking reminds me. There's a reference to the smell you later thing in um, X and Y. Like randomly at one of the Pokemon centers, um, an NPC will talk about like some kid who came to who was like backpacking through Kalos years ago. He mm-hmm. got the lang- he got the language down pretty well, but he kept saying smell you later all the time, and it's like, what the fuck is happening? Why are you doing this? <laughs> Uh, okay. That's also fair. Why not? Okay, I gotta find a D6. Oh, wait, I know where we can go. Well, do you want to do plugs first? Oh, that's a good point. (laughs) Uh, let me. There's the. Hang on. Test bot. There we go. Okay. Uh, what's Cat's thing? What's Cat's handle again? I keep forgetting. Hang on. D, D. There we go. Okay, cat's on Twitter at Z minus eighty seven. That's basically all she's got. She's she's that and she's here. Uh, yell at her for sleeping through next time. Um, 
Uh, and um, then, as always, we are still without uh, Nero, who is at yeah, Dragon Smoocher. Um, what, what do you mean? I'm here. Oh, that's right. I, my bad. <laughs> yeah, me, Nero. Definitely <laughs> the one and only. <clears throat> I love this guy. So I have that. that have a frog in my voice, so I'm sounding weird. Anyway, you can find me, Deathring Nero, <laughs> at my other podcast, his Prime Cuts, where we go through, you know, we talk about well, Transformers in a non-canonical order. Yeah. Also, we take on, also Hydrant Free Radio, where we take on the task of covering all of Final Fantasy fourteen. And there's also my previous works on Podcast of Powers. A podcast that covers Shira and the Princesses of Powers. Yeah. And you can find me at Deathry Nero on Twitter at Dragon Smooches <laughs> on co-host at Dragon Snuggler and on Tumblr at Cyclonus with a 5 at the end and 7 S. Yeah. Every me Nero. And not someone <laughs> pretending to be Nero. Good <laughs> can't this bit. Alright, I'm Steven. You can find me on Twitter at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, but it has my name in it. There's also Dad underscore Tastic, where I'll get back to posting eventually. There's also Cloth Wednesdays, where I post the same picture of Cloth every Wednesday, because I like to see him. And there's also Resi Beats Pod, where me and Nero and Cat and some other people do some role-playing. We're about to start Season 3, where I get to play Yoshikage Kira. Also, I don't think Nira's on there. Well, okay. <laughs> God damn it. But there's a guy named Veer there. He seems there we go. fun. <laughs> that dude seems neat. Well, yep. Uh, Alright, let's see. What is it? Slash so do we want to share what the six options are before we roll? Uh, if you want to go ahead and say that while I'm getting everything, or while I'm trying to figure out the roll thing. So, what is it? as D- punishment for cat skipping out, we set up, we set up six <laughs> options of documentaries. Number one was My Music Story Perfume. Number two was Adventures Through the Walt Disney Archives. I hate that they spell through Aliens as T-H-R-U. Number yeah, four was Disney around, Disneyland Around the Seasons. Number five was Built for Mars. And then number six was Mickey, the story of a mouse. Michael. Alright, I've already rolled. Do you want me to roll again now that we're done talking? Or do we want to stick with that result? Um, best that... Best two out of three. Okay, that works too. D6. We've gotten five and we've gotten one. So let's see, we said down to three. D6, I swear to God. Well, I was kind of just making a joke about it. I was like, I was halfway into typing it, and then I was like, wait, how do you best two out of three a D6? (laughs) Okay, oh, you know what we can do? Do you want to do the funny, 
Do you want to do the music band? The J-pop band? Actually, I was going to say what we can do, since I did for some reason roll it three times. We can take mm-hmm. all three of these and then make the listeners decide. Alright. <laughs> awesome. Okay, I'll make up a tweet to like post in the morning. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So yeah, I'll um, awkwardly edit my voice in here saying what it was, mm-hmm. if I remember. And in the meantime, fuck Disney, believe fuck in Disney. science. Believe in science and fuck <laughs> Disney. There we go.